the 21-22 season of Fantasy Premier League. Take me to the hood, Ash. I'm going to take you there, man. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for that cat there. <laughs> Get in there. We will be giving away PS5. Sorry, guys, we are a little bit late because uh, Jay, Stadium of Sports, here, joining me, forgot <laughs> that we start at 8 instead of 8.30. So, uh, yeah, he broke uh, some land speed records on the way down here. But we're all good. So, yes, as I was saying, welcome back to FPL Juice, your place to come for the latest squeeze of all the juicy bits from your favourite game and ours, the Fantasy Premier League. Now, he's filling in admirably once again for young Ashley, who's come down with a terrible, terrible case of crap game weekitis. So uh, he's at home recovering from that, but more on that later. But of course, joining me and doing the job that no one else apart from Ash can, kind of, uh, is the UK's answer to Ryan Seacrest. It is, of course, <laughs> Jay. How are we doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. That's all we can hope for. <laughs> um, and joining me is Nick. Coming up, on tonight's show, we're going to be looking at some power ballad related football puns in a game some say is simply the best. Oh, it's love- punditry. <laughs> I love what you do. <laughs> and we'll find out whose team had a perfect day and whose team is suffering from broken wings in um, our Game Week 3 review. Amazing. And then we're going to be speaking to our juicy guest. Some say he's still the one to us. It is, of course... FPL Raptor. I love a bit of Raptor, mate. Now, we don't need another hero, but we've got one anyway. We're going to find out who was our August Manager of the Month in the Juice League. And finally, what's love got to do with it? Absolutely nothing. It's pure FPL and Juicy Questions is back. We'll give you our take on some burning issues. All of this, plus we'll be reacting to all of your comments and all of your interactions during the live stream. And anything else we can squeeze along the way, right? So, yeah. but first of all, Jay, now you are, <laughs> your heart rate's slowly uh, coming back down. Did he ask me how I am? <laughs> I don't even know where to park my car. I just like left it's it. It's abandoned in the middle of the road. So yeah, we're all good. Guys, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, it's been a it's been a mad day on uh, FPL Twitter. I don't know if you've been on it much, but it's all kicking off. Yeah, I saw your tweet and I hadn't caught up on it. And I looked at your timeline and thought, whoa, what is going on? There's some stuff going off. It's it's a mad one for us because we've got, we've had guests from both sides of of the, this seeming divide of uh, FPL Twitter. It's like the old WWE versus NWO (laughs) back in the day. So it's all going off, but we got, we got friends in both camps. So it's all a bit odd. Uh, Hopefully we can have a peaceful evening here, though, right? Yeah, no, no, definitely. nothing kicking off. Definitely. Um, guys, once again, as you know, we have been nominated for two awards at the FCAs this year. So the Football Content Awards, both for Best uh, Fantasy Football Podcast and Best Fantasy Football Video Podcast as well. So if you could do us a favour, if you go to the Football Content Awards website and vote for us there, or you'll see in the uh, little ticker running below me, you can see it will tell you how you will be able to vote for us on there as well. It'd be nice for us to do a do a Leicester, the underdogs, yeah, right, and try and uh, try and win something. Um, also, as always, guys, if you can retweet uh, the tweet we just put out, telling people to join the show, it'd be great to get as many live viewers on with us as possible. Makes the questions more fun, makes the interactions yeah, more fun definitely. as well. Uh, I think we just saw Grady pop up there. Hey, mate, hope you're doing good. Um, yeah, and drop us a channel, drop us a follow on all the channels and all the socials. Awesome stuff. And James was telling me before, you can now become a member of uh, FPL Juice. There's a membership Amazing. program. I think it's, what is it, James? £2.50 a month. £2.99 a, a month on YouTube. And it entitles you to early access to content. <laughs> Discounts on FPL merch. Pre-released FPL Juice events. And you get to support me, Ash, and Jay in our quest with a metaphorical cuddle. But if we get to meet in person, we will repay that metaphorical cuddle for a real-life bear hug. 
potentially, depending if Ash <laughs> gets his tag off in time for the meetup. So, without further ado, we are going to have a little play of punditry. Yes, we are. So, go for it, James. Oh, wow. Look at the fireworks. Oh, very nice. Right. Let's jump straight in. I'll tell you what, even though you were late, we we're on time for the first time ever. You've got to go through this all the way through the show, isn't it? Ten past eight, game week three teams. It's all running to clockwork. So, oh yeah, we've gone early, right? Don't reveal the picture behind that, James. You nearly did. Uh, this was from earlier on today. We have now reached new new levels of, of poorness. We are managing to get down thumbs before we've even gone live. We are people aren't even giving us a people. Yeah, someone's <laughs> someone's said that we're like good mates with the clique or Plonka or anyone. Like we're NWO. We are the NWO. We are Hollywood Hogan. It's all gone wrong. So yeah, we're getting down likes before we've even gone on air. We haven't even got a chance to disappoint you. And you've already decided. At least let us. At least let us start and then be bad. You know. <laughs> Here he is, Raptor. How you doing, mate? We're looking forward to joining you on the uh, live very shortly. Um, so, James, if you could, rather than the uh, team you were going to show us, let's have Ashes. Right, guys. Let's just tee this up. For those of you who don't know, Ash is not here to defend himself, but. That's not going to stop us absolutely tearing into his team. So he played his wild card. He'd had a, he'd had a terrible, terrible start. Right? If anyone's a, feeling bad, <laughs> tune in now. Tune in. This will make you feel bad. If you've got any mates that have never played the game, just randomly, blindly pick players, they still have done better than that this week. So he'd had a terrible start, it was fair. Two, two game weeks in, he was slipping behind massively already. And that was the point he chose to play his wild card to set everything and correct the course, get the ship back online. Look at the state of this team. <laughs> so not only, I mean, Raya, fair enough. Look, he started the season well. Not really going to argue too much with that. Reese James, all right, he got unlucky there. Yeah. He got unlucky there. But still, oh, man, that's bad. Cancelo, Tanganga, fair enough picks. I think they'll, they'll go on to do well. But look at this. Jota, which to be fair, Firmino's injured, right? He is. So that could go on to be a good pick. Rafinha, obviously, you know, good player to have in team. Bruno, just as everyone's now dropping him because Ronaldo's landing in the teams, Ash has brought him in. Ben Rama decides to have his first game of the season where he does nothing. Pascal Gross. What are you <laughs> saying about Pascal Gross? Who? <laughs> Why is he in that team? And he's gone Lukaku and Kane. Now, obviously, they're two quality players <clears throat> and they will... I'm sure go on to both have great seasons, but it just sums up Ash's luck so far that he's managed to captain Kane for a two-pointer, bringing Lukaku who's done nothing. And even his bench, I mean, there's nothing on that bench to really uh, get anyone excited. So he must have five mil in the bank. That's all I can think. When I look at that team, I think, how are you? I mean, I know he's got Lukaku and Kane up front, but yeah, there seems to be a real, real problem there. Right. I feel a bit guilty actually because I brought in told him to. I know I brought in Ben Rama and I captain Kane, so I kind of feel a little bit See, I I mean, Ash, you'll be watching this back. I mean, there's nothing you can say to defend yourself. And that is obviously why you've not turned up tonight, because you just could not find a way of justifying some of these decisions. But listen, I'm sure you'll get your time. What now not with, with Ronaldo? We're not going to talk. We're not. We're not going to get too much now. But we've got a few questions yeah. uh, from Twitter this afternoon, which all of them pretty much revolve around Ronaldo. So we'll yeah. come on to that shortly. But man alive, that was a bad week. He's going to have to take some hits. He's going to. Yeah, he's just done a wild card, and now he's going to have to take hits on top to uh, to to somehow resurrect that team. But it wasn't all bad for the Juice Boys. <laughs> Let's have a look at my team, James. <laughs> Oh, your team. oh yeah. Not your team. Forget your team. You can't celebrate when you have one good week. Right here we go. Seventy-four. Wow. Points. Nice little uh, steady. 
now up to 21k. It's all going quite a little bit too well. I'm sure it'll be derailed. So far, not having Bruno has not punished. Other than that first week, has not punished. Yeah, I've me. seen. Yeah, that's got all right. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. thinking I'm going to carry on without Ronaldo as well. Okay, but let's see how it goes. Okay. I do want to upgrade on Ings, but I'm thinking maybe just go DCL. But let's see what's happening. So again, obviously Sanchez in the team. Um, you know, anything out of him is just a bonus. Really, not going to bank too much on the free trans uh, on the uh, clean sheets. Trent. Obviously, popped up with it, sis, but clean sheets. Hoping that, obviously, Chelsea was a tough game. I'm hoping yeah. that Trent will prove his value. I'm seeing a lot of people talking about dropping him so that they can get Ronaldo or Lukaku in their teams. I wouldn't. I'd keep him in. I think Trent's just great value, and he's going to prove that as the season goes. And on. I think Van Dyke's getting better. I mean, the way he shrugged off Lukaku in that game, yeah. you think he's, he's starting to come back to, he's definitely to top gonna, form. going to have a, a good effect on that team yeah. for sure. So yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely going to be keeping Trent. I think seven and a half million. I think he's. Yeah, he can get near enough the same points that Ronaldo would probably get for me. Anyway, I think. yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, Livermento, you know, took a bit of a punt. You know, obviously at Newcastle, I thought they might have a chance of a clean sheet, but didn't quite work out. Cresswell got another assist, so he's ticking along yeah, nicely nice. for me as well. Livermento is probably the best four million defender. Oh, uh, I, I think so because he can play, you know he can play on the right side of midfield as well. So you've got potential, yeah, out of position player there. So for sure, for sure, all good with that. Um, seemingly as well, obviously with um, you know Simicast as well. Well, I, I've brought in Brandon Williams this week. Okay, uh, we're not going to show our next game week teams because obviously we've got the international break in between. But at the minute, I brought in Brandon Williams because I didn't want to lose out on the Simicast value. Mm. So I've just done a quick swap just to give myself another, just so I've got enough starting defenders. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, but yeah, in the middle of the park, Son, you know, just keeps on ticking along. Again, yeah, I think he's yeah. great value at 10 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. Uh, although he's gone up now, hasn't he? Is he at 10.1 now, maybe? Should be, probably. Um, but yeah, I think he's I think he's doing really well. Uh, so I won't be looking to get rid of him anytime. Grealish, got the assist, looked busy again. Um, looked like he played well to me. I think, again, he could be someone that... Is he worth well, 8 million? I don't know. He, he, he looks... Like he's going to be carrying on playing for a fair while, so I think he's great value still. But there's just a lot of other performance. You've got obviously Jota, who will be under his price. You've got um, obviously Ben Rama, as we know. You know, even the likes of Saar and, and, and Greenwood. Yeah. Obviously, I've already got. But there's there's a lot of players. Dan James now going to Leeds. He yeah, might of course. Well. And Torres, especially yeah, with City not getting a striker, I think he could be. Uh... Yeah, Someone so to look the, at. I mean, it could it could be that he's not, but I feel like he could have Halls Grealish. I think he's got him in him, and I quite like keeping him in for the moment, just as yeah, a little okay. bit of a different player. Um, Salah obviously just doing Salah things. Greenwood still just just performing. It's a shame that Ronaldo's gone there. Just for I was going to say, yeah, uh, is, is he going to play? I'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, Rafinha, you know, always involved, but just didn't. Didn't yeah. come away with anything this weekend. And then Antonio, as a captain, absolutely really smashed it. Um, as a lot of people he did as well. Ings, four-pointer, you know, he's just doing enough. He's almost like a bit of an Ollie Watkins of this season. He's just doing little just, bits, yeah. every, making it quite hard to drop yeah, him. Yeah. But they have got a hard run coming up. And Calvert-Lewin's just looking... Yeah, you got some easy switches. Looking great. So I'm thinking yeah. Ings to DCL is a fairly straightforward yeah. one. And Adam Armstrong on the bench. Just, he's doing well for you. He's doing all right. I, I called him when he was like 1% owned or whatever. I called yeah. him, put him straight in my team when he joined. Um, and yeah, look, I mean, he come up with a, with a goal for me when he was in the team. Now I've benched him. He got the assist. But what can you do? You know, he's, he's, He looks dangerous. He's nice yeah, to have I him like in the team. And he'll, it's a good price. He'll, he'll go up Plus in value. six. I think he might be moving up tonight, uh, up to 6.1. Yeah. Uh, and Simicast obviously moved him out, take the profit. And Amati... Another four point, well, it was 4.0. So, yeah, just building up that value now. Um, so, cool. Obviously, we haven't got your team to show, but how did you get along this week? Not very good. Better than Ash? Yeah, he's of made course. me feel really good about myself, <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty happy. No, I, um, obviously, I'll talk a bit more about it on the uh, FBL Juice Roundup show. Yes. But, um, Don't forget to catch that, guys. The FBL Juice Roundup show! Um, yeah, I basically went against every advice that I was told to do on Fantasy Football Fix. And uh, <laughs> FBL Raptors here tonight, which is great. Um, and decided to take a minus four point hit and bring in Ben Rama and Kane and Captain Kane and ended up with 46 
minus the four points, 42. So mm. me being me, like not listening. <laughs> Got to listen to the story of the my experts, life, mate. but you know. Got to listen to so, the experts. Yeah. So, I wonder if Swift Spurs, obviously touching on Kane, do we think that, the way that Nuno's got them set up, are they going to be more of like a team that just tries to keep it tight and score the odd goal? You know, I don't know. I just they thought they were super attacking under Mourinho. But yeah, it- I just thought home game, his first start. You know, I thought with with the crowd behind him, him putting yeah. away that all the Man City talk that he's going to put on a performance, and it just didn't. This was like a Saturday morning job as well. It's like, mm. and I had Antonio as captain, and just, but it's okay. There's always someone else worse off than me. So, you know, that's the way I look his at it. His name is Ash. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we are going to have a chat with uh, with uh, Raptor in a moment. Mm-hmm. See what we can... Jump on now if you're on, uh, Ross, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a chat with him and, and, and see what's going on. I think at the minute, what rank are you sitting at in with your I didn't even look. Team? Oh, it's one of them weeks. Yeah, it? it's one of those weeks. <laughs> I think it's like nine hundred or something. Wow, mate! I think it. I but think there's only, it's but it's like twenty. It's only twenty points between me and like a hundred and thirty. It's not like oh, yeah. it sounds bad, but there's not much in it. You don't have to justify it to me, mate. I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> Try and justify it to myself. <laughs> Even producer James had a good week this week. What did you get, James? Seventy nine points or something. Seventy four. Oh, same. I'm oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. You've brought in Ronaldo already. Interesting, wow. okay. interesting stuff. Come on, and let's see your let's see your team, and we'll we'll pull it apart. I'm not going to tease. Why would we tease you? Well, I mean, there is Troy Deeney was in this team last time I looked at it. I saw Troy Deeney, and then I think he had he's one of the few people to have Vardy. Yeah, he's got Vardy. To be fair, I give James his props. He put in Deli Alley from game week one, and he's doing quite well for him so far. But he did say to me earlier, he's Deli Alley's going to outscore Ronaldo. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, where's this team? Come on, James. Oh, here we go. Right. So that's your new team. What's yeah. wh- what sort of man picks Hoberg <laughs> in his team? James, explain yourself. Why is Ben Teke there? Who's Why have you got triple Spurs? Who's Richardson? He's a Spurs fan, isn't he? I know that, but still. These are these are the things we want to know, right? Who is Richardson? <laughs> and why is he in your team? <laughs> Um, Why have you got Mings? Pinnock's done well for you. Have you had Pinnock since the start? You can't have done. Really? How did you know about him? From this show. Yeah, you definitely didn't learn anything from this show. Um, But yeah, Luca Dean is obviously doing well. This is Mm. just a strange team. It's a weird team. Look at that. Harry Maguire. (laughs) It's making me sweat looking at it. The triple Spurs midfield with Hoiberg. Ross, can so you hear weird. us? Can you hear us, Ross? Hello, yes, I can. Oh, how you doing, mate? You how you doing, Ross? You're right. We were doing a bit of we were doing a bit of filler by looking at because we were running slightly ahead of time. We were doing a bit of filler looking at James's weird team. Yeah, I think Ross, you're going to need to help him. He needs a <laughs> fantasy football fix kind of algorithm going on that. <laughs> so, mate, how's things going? Yeah, well, good, thanks. You'll have to let me know if my camera and uh, microphone are synced up. I've had issues with them being about two seconds out of sync. James knows about all of my laptop issues, so you'll have to let me know if it's completely out of sync. Looks, looks good to us, mate. Looks, Perfect. Looks all, looks all good. Um, congratulations, first of all, on the podcast. It's all going well. People subscribing, yes. loads of good feedback. Everything I've seen has been really positive about it. So, yeah, well done, mate. Glad to, Glad you're producing some awesome content. And with some actual Thank you very much. as well. Thanks for your yes. Uh, yeah. I do my I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's all it's all going well, and obviously the book as well. Since we last spoke to you, you know, we you're on the end of uh, season show. Oh, the mind game. You, yeah. There it is. 
as you know, we it's gave subliminal away. messaging. It's like advertising, isn't it? Yeah, Everyone I speak to now feels like they've got to buy a book. Yeah, straight <laughs> after this. So we've had, um, well, the winner of the FPL Juice uh, Manager of the Month competition actually won a copy of your book. So he'll be getting one sent to him. Oh, look at this. Uh, look at the that. product's placement is just all over the place. This is lovely. <laughs> is that a black um, current? <laughs> it is indeed a bit a bit of juice in the fpl juice uh, i use it all the time every time i'm in a meeting i've got it like i always turn the logo as well to make yeah, sure yeah. that it's facing the screen oh this old thing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no so um we had um obviously a little chat about your book where you know in terms of when you first started thinking about doing it so it's all come to fruition it's all printed it's selling out number one bestseller in football on amazon was it at one point it was temporarily. I mean, they, so they update it every 24 hours based on like past sales. But yeah, at, at that time, I'd sold more copies than I it was like Gary Neville, Roy Keane, all of those were up there. So I had that claim to fame for about, it was about a day, a day or two, I think. Right. You got to take it. Don't, don't play it down. It's awesome. Awesome achievement. And um, yeah, it's obviously literally being sold all over the world. It must be a mad thing to like, see obviously all the, all the positive reviews on Amazon, all that sort of stuff as well. So, really 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 good to see have you um sort of had any sort of strange feedback have you had anyone contacting you kind of trying to get really deep in it with you yeah i think interestingly because there's a, there's only a small section on this in the book but i think the thing that people are most interested in is how can they control their emotions how can they stop like knee-jerk transfers how can they stop being so angry how can they stop letting captain fails and and disastrous weekends just completely derail their weekend. And I've had, I've had it myself. I mean, as somebody that understands psychology, I still struggle as well. And I've had times where my fiance said to me sort of, what are you, why are you so like bothered by this? And it gets it, enough to completely ruin your weekend. So obviously I, I made sure to focus a little bit of that in the book about how you can cope with your emotions, neutralize, dampen those negative emotions. So I think the mainly the people that reach out to me are just to talk a little bit more about the negative side of, of the game. Mm. In a, in a kind of mental health way, do you think? Yeah, exactly. And and it's such a big part. And I think some people don't realise that. A lot of the people that just can sort of like brush it off think how crazy that you can be so negative, negatively affected by the game. But I think for sort of 70, 80% of us, I think it really does have the ability. Obviously, there's highs and lows that if, with, without, the, without the negatives, the positives wouldn't be as positive. So you need those low aspects of the game. But it's also important to understand how you can deal with those. For sure. I think you do see a lot of it, especially on Twitter, don't you see a lot of people that yeah. feel like it can really, really get to them and affect their their own kind of real world lives, if you like, you know, it's and it is it's sad to to see it happen, you know, but it obviously does affect a large number of people. And I think we've touched on the gambling aspect before. A lot of people I think, you know, have got into fantasy football as a way of trying to get away from actual gambling and stuff like that. And it's almost brings up some of those emotions for them as well. So I think you, you do have to be really careful. And it's nice, obviously, that you're, you know, available to reach out to and people feel that they can do that with you. It's, it's good to have some uh, proper <laughs> some proper kind of uh, expert opinion on it rather than just someone going, it'll be all right, mate, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the big thing. A lot of people's response to if someone says I'm really struggling, a lot of people will say, oh, don't worry, it's just a game. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're someone that suffers with mental health issues, that's almost like a, a kick in the nuts. Like someone saying, oh, don't worry, it's just a game, as if to say you shouldn't be feeling that way. Yeah, so yeah. if anyone if anyone has anyone reach out to them and says that they're struggling with anything, don't say it's just a, or you shouldn't be worried about that, or it's just a game, because all that does is make someone feel like their their emotions aren't worthy and they shouldn't be feeling that way. So rather than say that, acknowledge it, say that sucks, and then try and work on solutions. And I think that's the best way because for most of us, this isn't a game. We wouldn't be sat on a Tuesday night at half eight mm. chatting about this for free, essentially, if we didn't love it more than just a game, if it wasn't something so important to us. So, and the people watching as well. So, yeah, that would be my number one bit of advice. If you're trying to give people advice, don't lead with, don't worry, it's just a game because that, that's never going to, that's never going to end well. No, exactly. Ross, I don't know, you know how long you've been playing the game, but have you, is this something that's kind of increasing this whole mental health side of things? I mean, do you see like there's a trend year on year, year on year that this is this is increasing amongst all players? Because I, I kind of see a yes. lot on the on the Twitter community where, you know, and I've heard people say, you know, people shouldn't be putting up their you know great scores because other people haven't had a, you know good scores, and you shouldn't be talking about mm. it. And is this something that you're seeing that's increasing year on year? Absolutely, and so. Uh... 
alongside the book and alongside sort of the articles that I write during my PhD as sort of a side project, because my PhD is in sports psychology as a side project, but completing actual psychological research into the effects of fantasy football on mental health. And there's just no research in it. There's quite a little, well, not, I would say quite a bit. There's sort of like five to 10 papers that have been carried out on American football. Cause obviously it's very big, the NFL and, and American fantasy football is about, I think there's about 250 million players worldwide. So it's, it's way, way bigger than soccer or football, as we call it. So, but there are absolutely no studies in fantasy football, no studies in FPL. So the mental health side of the game is being completely neglected. And it's important that we do this research because there are, we've already started to identify identify ways that the game themselves, not just us as managers, but the game makers themselves could improve the way that we experience the game. And there are ways that they could reduce the negative aspects. And it's very important that we actively seek these solutions. But going back to your point about, is it like increasing year on year? I think it's the social media aspect. And that is discussed a little bit in my book. Social media amplifies everything. It's basically like a speaker for, for all of the problems we experience in life because you have such ready ready access as you say to so many other people normally if you score 29 points or whatever it was that ash scored normally he'd just switch off and say oh that's a crap score Does, doesn't matter particularly yeah. but now he goes onto social media and you can compare with like 30 40 000 other people if you look at some of these like andy when he posts his score he gets like 400 responses you click on those people's profiles they're replying to other people within just a few minutes you can see hundreds thousands of people's other scores so, and it's that social comparison is always the thing that makes us feel bad and as you just said if you had more of a social comparison to those poor scores if we saw more people posting when they had bad weeks it would make us feel a little bit better about that so that's what i suggest to people if you're going to post your score post it when it's good post it when it's bad and it makes people realize that we're never going to hit that top score every week because it's just it's not feasible no for sure um yeah i think definitely for for well, obviously as a as, a, as an FPL podcast, we don't take ourselves... We, we play the game to the best of our ability, but we don't take ourselves too seriously, as you know. And we, I'll always make a conscious effort of, you know, whatever. If it's a good week, it's a bad week. You don't treat... A bit like the old Rudyard Kipling uh, poem, you know, if you can treat me success and failure, yeah. and treat these two imposters the same or whatever it is. Very much... Bit highbrow, <laughs> bit of highbrow for you there, James. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> um... If it, Ash was here, I'd be explaining this to the guy who did the Jungle Book. That was the only way I'd be able to... Uh... <laughs> makes the cakes, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Kipling. Um, but no, I think you do have to just, you know, don't get too excited when it goes well and don't be too disappointed when it when it goes wrong. Um, and it is, you, you do have your, your whole season. It is, it is ups and downs. You know, no one's going to, like you say, no one's going to have a great week every week. But I definitely think in the last year, like maybe because of lockdown and people doing more stuff online people have kind of lost a bit of their interpersonal skills maybe and you see people kind of reacting differently to people people are frustrated you know because of being locked down their jobs and money and everything's all the stress of covid and all that sort of stuff people are reacting you see it people are definitely reacting to other people differently online and we've yeah. seen it i don't know jay i was just speaking to him just before we came on brief, briefly obviously about all the, the the stuff kicking off on twitter today and it's like man people are real like on the edge of you know and just getting so upset and 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 you know and, and biting at each other so quickly over over whatever they feel like they can it's 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 mad really like and we don't need it yeah. to be like that people do need to be a bit more because there is things you just wouldn't say no you wouldn't face to face but for some reason people feel like oh it's on twitter and i'll just doesn't matter i can say what i want yeah, it's interesting. There's been a, a bit of a switch. So one of the main benefits of fantasy football and gaming in general, if you look at have a look at a lot of the mental health literature, is it's used as a form of escapism. So for those of us that need to escape from everyday life. Oh, I can't see you guys. Are you still there? Oh, I think James is just messing around with the camera. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. All good. Um, <laughs> we yeah, can so see, we can when, hear you. <laughs> Okay, that's the that's the main thing. So um, when we yeah we we treat gaming and fantasy football as a way to escape from everyday life, and for those of us that are struggling with gambling, mental health issues, family issues, we log on to Twitter and we log on to FPL, and it allows us to escape. But I think, as you say, because of the way lockdown's been, 
they've almost there's almost been a shift in roles and I think we spend more time on social media and more time investing in fantasy football because the real world has just become completely non-existent and I, I feel like almost now we've gone too far the other way and I, th- I think we need the opportunity to get out and we need to spend the majority of our living of our life living our lives and then need to spend that that minority playing fantasy football and I think people get so caught up in in Twitter and FPL that they see it as the, the main most important part of their life and even for content creators even for those people that are making loads of money from FPL it shouldn't be to be on end or to them even if it's your job there should still be other aspects of life and i think people get a little bit too caught up um and yeah people need to start using the technique of take a step back from twitter wait 20 minutes and if you still want to i do it all the time now all the time and and it helps you number one be on twitter less or on social media less and number two you don't say things so impulsively because sometimes i'll type a response out if someone's been horrible about my book or my, my youtube channel so someone said something misogynistic on twitter and i go to type out this angry response where i'm swearing and i just think take a step back is there another way i can approach that situation and often i'll still respond to that person but you can do it in a much more logical manner mm. and normally when you do that they can't then go back it in. It just makes them angry because they they want you to buy it. That's the whole point of this. If someone responds to you in an angry way or posts a comment, they want you to buy it. They don't want you to sell it. I'm really sorry. They, they want you to go back at them. So yeah, it, it's a difficult one, but I think we're so invested in FPL and we're so invested in, in this. If you've got an FPL account and you've got an FPL, FPL Raptor, like I'm clearly very invested. I've created this like alter ego for myself. So I think it's difficult. We, we care so much about the game. We care so much about our personas on Twitter. So yeah, it's, it's been a very, I, I've tried to stay off it a little bit Twitter today. That's what I, that's what I recommend you do. Unless you're directly involved in something, if there's a way that you can step out of it and not get involved, then I highly recommend that. Yeah, definitely. hundred yeah, percent. Good advice. Um, should we have a little look at your team? James, can you pop that up? Um, how's it all, how's it all been going so far this season, mate? Yeah, good, good. Um, I'm I'm trying to use my book. So it might sound like a strange thing to say, but whilst I know all of these psychological concepts and whilst I know all of these techniques, unless you explicitly try to implement them, you're not just going to naturally be amazing at making all these decisions and avoiding all these cognitive biases. No one naturally does that. The whole point of cognitive biases is that we're not perfect as human beings. So of course, I'm not just going to be naturally. So I'm using the book as if I've bought the book myself and this external person is telling me and i'm making sure that i'm implementing and it is working really really well and i'm trying to play to my own strengths as opposed to trying to become a manager that i'm not i'm not trying to follow late riser or heisenberg i'm not trying to follow any of these elite managers and their own techniques i'm playing the game independently of ownership apart from for videos i'm not looking at ownership i'm not being swayed by the stuff going on twitter i'm not letting other people influence me and i'm playing my own game and yeah it's, it's working really well and i'm sat at 70k at the moment Cool. Uh, didn't have a great game week three. I think I was at about 45, 50 K ish um, after game week two, I think I got 65 points in game week three, which is absolutely fine. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy. I put a, tw- I put a post out on Twitter that said that if I went for Ben Rama, if I went for Rafinha over Ben Rama, I would be 380 K. And if I went for Greenwood over Gundogan, I'd be three K and I'm 70 K. So the point is, as we were saying that, that there's such big swing by just like 20 points i could be 3k or 400k so at this stage if you've got a great rank soak it up you might not get it ever again so i'm not saying don't enjoy it but if you've got a terrible rank don't worry at all uh there were some people that were like three or four million in game week three last year and finished in like the top 5k so it's perfectly feasible don't worry about rank i'd say until like game week 10 game week 11 because like there's 40 points between 500k and like 5k yeah. So that's 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 the difference between a good week and a bad. If you if you scored ninety points this week, you could shoot up like a million or two million places. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm very very happy with my start, but I'm not getting carried away. No worries. Uh, can see. So running through your team, obviously Sanchez. I'll touch. Obviously, we know about Shaw and Trent. How's uh, Connor Cody? Have you had him in since the start? Yeah. So that was a conscious. It was really lucky decision. I had Rafinha and a four million pound defender mm-hmm. on my bench. And I decided that I wanted my bench to be a little bit stronger. And I was eyeing up that game week four fixture swing in case I didn't wildcard. So I saw Cody and I thought I really want Cody on my bench for that game week four fixture swing to play instead of ailing. So I had that rotation in mind, but I couldn't because I had Rafinha. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna go with Ben Rama instead of Rafinha. I don't want to go with Ben Rama. I want to go with Rafinha, but yeah. I'll go with Ben Rama so that I can upgrade. And obviously 
not now okay. I've not only got a better defender now to rotate in that plays in Connor Cody and Wolves have looked really good. I also get all the points from Ben Rama. So again, I think it's important for content creators to acknowledge when they've been lucky rather than I'm not going to be like, I'm this like godlike character that made the perfect decision. It yeah, was just, yeah. just so happened that I had to downgrade Rafinha. But yeah, so I've had Cody since game week one. He's been on my bench every week, but I've been eyeing up from game week four onwards. He's going to be starting. I had a, um, a similar thing to be fair. I got quite lucky because I wanted triple Liverpool and I had in all my drafts before I sort of had Jota, Salah and Trent. And then when obviously Simicast came to the four, I thought, well, I can't ignore a four million pound start in Liverpool. So I had to drop Jota and then I ended up bringing in Greenwood. And obviously he's done yeah. great, but yeah. I, I wouldn't have had him otherwise. It was only because Roberts, if Robertson didn't get injured, I wouldn't have had all the Greenwood. Points. I just, it was like luck. Sometimes it just falls into your lap, doesn't it? But, um, but yeah, yeah, these 50-50 decisions at the start of the season are just massive. And that's why you just can't beat yourself up. Look at the decision-making process. Don't engage in outcome bias and hindsight bias. Look at the decision you made. If you've gone if you've gone with Rafinha over Ben Rama, for example, you're about 20 points down. Was that a bad decision? Absolutely not. Rafinha is a proven asset with good fixtures from game week five onwards. If you chose Rafinha over Ben Rama, that's a fantastic decision. And just because the outcome didn't go your way, try not to beat yourself up. And that's why I just wouldn't be looking at rank too closely for that reason. For sure. Um, and yeah, good good front three, all sort of firing on all cylinders at the minute. Yeah, the, 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 this week in particular, the two of those front three are slight issues with respect to fixtures swinging yeah. and Wilson's potentially injured as well. But I knew that from the start. I, I thought for the first three weeks, I want Ings and Wilson and they've performed really well. And I always knew that around game week four, I'd like to take at least one of them out. But I knew that DCL, Bamford and Jimenez all had really nice fixture swings. So that I'm not, I'm not surprised now. Like, oh, crap, I didn't realise I was going to have really tough fixtures for those two. Like I've planned in advance. And I think, yeah, I'll definitely be moving on at least one of those to this week probably both of them but i've got two free transfers so cool man how far goes. are you planning ahead um i'm looking at about 10 to 12 weeks at all times but i'm planning sort of four to six weeks okay. uh so i i know the fixtures up until sort of game week 12 14 now but i'm not like planning that far advanced but for example picking the likes of connor cody picking the likes of antonio who i know i can keep till game week six game week seven i think it's important to for most of your team, look at like four weeks, but at least sort of 30% of your team, you want to pick with 10 game weeks in mind because otherwise you're going to force yourself into an early wild card. If you've picked a team that's only going to work for the first four game weeks, you're forced to play your wild card in game week four. So yeah, I'm planning sort of four to six weeks, but I know the fixtures for at least what, 10 to 12. Cool, man. Um, um, obviously, we'd like you to just uh, plug your book, just let people know where they can buy it and also where they can follow you for the podcast and subscribe to the podcast and all that sort of stuff. So take it away, mate. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Just to head over to my Twitter, I've got all of my links there. There's there's lots of stuff. But if you want to buy the book, you can click the link in my bio. My Twitter is just uh, at FPL underscore underscore Raptor. It's the double underscore that fools people. Double underscore. The, yeah, the single underscore was taken when I joined. The, there is two other FPL Raptors that are just they're not active so but yeah i had to go for the double underscore no worries there is um there's a couple of other fpl juices i noticed as well what yeah is it yeah they're much better than ours but yeah what? no no <laughs> no no it's no, a no, thing no. it's a thing there there are fpl juices out there i'm sorry to uh to break the news to you but there's only one fpl juice uh podcast and that's all we care about um Ross, thank you so much, mate. Thanks for joining us. I think it's your third time on the pod. Is it two virtual appearances and one in the flesh? Um, exactly, yep. And we do want to, we've been chatting with Jane, we, we were going to try and sort out a meet-up during this international break, but it just got a bit tricky because it was kind of during the week and it was all a bit tricky. So we're going to try and sort something out a bit closer to Christmas time, hopefully. Um, so obviously we'd love it if you can yep. join us for that, of course, and we'll try and get as many people down for that and involved as possible. But um, yeah, thanks again for joining us, mate. And we will catch up with you soon, for sure. Thank you very much, guys. See you later. Cheers, Ross. Take care, mate. mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, top man. Yeah. Always good. Always good. It's very interesting. Yeah, because he just comes at it from a completely different um, sort of point of view to a lot lot of other accounts out there. So it's it's really interesting to see how that's... Yeah, I think the the rank thing's really important because, like you said, there's not that much... No, you know what I mean, if you're a million to, you know, half at least, there's nothing in it. So not at the moment, not at the moment. So I think people just need to remember that. Well, even like in the juice, when I look at like our our juice league, you know, there's like 
eight players in the top 10 all on exactly the same score, you know? So you, it just shows you you can easily yeah. catch up the ground. They're all very happy about it. Oh, well, I'd rather, <laughs> if I'm not going to win, I'd rather be outside. I don't want to be too close where it's frustrating not to win. Juicy questions. There was only one man it could have been about. All the questions that we've been sent, I've been a bit, yeah, about Ash. <laughs> Where's Ash? <laughs> Sadly, it's a man even more greasy than Ash. It is the one and only Cristiano Ronaldo. So obviously his return to the Premier League, he's been announced at 12 and a half million. Yep. Now we've got this question first up from FPL Fella. He quite simply has put Ronaldo or Lukaku. You can only own one in game week four. So, on that basis, first of all, what's your first thoughts? I want them both. Okay. But for game week four, yeah. I'll go Lukaku. Me too. I I think that Ronaldo is an incredible, incredible player. However, 12.5 million is a lot. Like, and I get that he's one of the best players in the world, but he is 36. He's not, even though he's not in his prime, him being not in his prime is still incredible. Ah, oh, Chris Irvine. Thank you so much, mate. Cheers, mate. He really is. First Your member. number one supporter. Number one supporter. First big up, big donator, up. first member. We should make him a t-shirt. Legend. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, twelve and a half million for me is just a bit too much. And I know some people wanted him priced at like eleven and a half. Other people saying it should have been thirteen. For me, I think. Am I alone? Do you feel? Do you not feel like that's he's Salah money, and Salah's a midfielder who's going to surely outscore him over a whole season? Am I mad? I don't know because I think it's because it's him, like. He's, a, he's one of the best, isn't he, ever? Oh, so yeah. he has to be at that kind of similar level. Playing, playing devil's advocate, if you look at their strike records last year, mm. so Lukaku scored 24 goals in 36 games. Yeah. Ronaldo did 29 goals in 33. So he had a better strike record last year. Yeah. So I think they're looking at that, looking at what their comparative records are. Yeah. Um. I I thought he was going to come in around about 12, 12 and a half. You know, I, I did think he was going to come in for that. For it's me, whether he can do it. In the Premier League. Yeah. A bit more physical. It is a bit more physical. I mean, he will for sure. When when you look, he's obviously first game is Newcastle at home. Yeah. So if we're just looking at game week four, as fellas asked there. So Newcastle at home, dream fixture. Yeah. But also, Lukaku... Um, Against Villa at home, also a lovely fixture, right? So, and it's when's uh, Martinez won't he won't be there for be that? There will he? No. So, you know, no. arguably that would tip it for me. Yeah, that's new goalie playing against Lukaku. Chelsea a bit more settled. You know, I don't Lukaku's think Buendia is there games. either. No, Buendia is not going to be. Yeah, either. he's, he's with um, Argentina as yeah. well. So, so yeah, for me, I would definitely go Lukaku. I think Ronaldo's a fantastic player, but I just think twelve and a half is a bit much but then i can see why he is that price because everyone would have him literally everyone would have him if he was like 11 and a half i guess i just want i just want ronaldo in my team just, it's, it's just that look yeah it's the the it romance is, of it it's it to say romantic. that i had ronaldo once in my team but then i just think if you look back to 2008 2000 so the three seasons he was in the premier league and we're going back a long time ago now. <laughs> like so 2006 2007 he scored 244 points 07 08 283. That was his massive 31 goals, seven assists. But that was really like prime Ronaldo. Yeah. 08 09, the season he left, scored 18 and got six assists, got 206 points. But this is where I go a little bit. I'm thinking 206 points is a lot, but Trent can get 200 points. So he's seven and a half, and Ronaldo's 12. And a half. So do we want to rip up your team plus another five million? which can really take your average bench fodder player into yeah. a like you know a, a great a great player it's i don't know it just seems like a lot but he's selected in 4.7 squads already 
James being one of them. I think it's a price increase by the time we get to... Uh, I think they're locked. Four. I think they're locked. I, I thought they're locked for seven days. Is it just seven days? I think so. Oh, I thought they were somebody, locked. Somebody can correct me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stream, we'll a, but we'll I think it's for seven days. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, we both say Lukaku. Yeah, I think, Lukaku, yeah, I think Villa's there for the taking. Let's see. Uh, next question, please, James. No, we have this one. <laughs> ah, so we sort of touched on this one already. So, yeah, Chris uh, has said, serious question, do you think FPL Taz got Ronaldo? What do you think would have been the right price? I think 12. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like I'm not the biggest fan of Lukaku in the world either. So it's a little bit tricky for me. I do I do think he's a bit overrated. But um, 12 million, I just kind of, I don't feel, I feel like he's Bruno money. I don't feel he's Salah money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel Salah's like just that little level above. I think, I think Harry Kane at, 12 and a half was too much. That's too much. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I agree. To have, and he's, and he, he had a better season in terms of FPL last year yeah, yeah. than Ronaldo would have done. I think if Ronaldo had come in as a midfielder, then you can say 12 and a half because yeah. I mean, he's come as a forward. As a forward. And, and, I think 12 would have been yeah. about right. But having said that, it's nice to have some other forward options because there's not many this year. No. But it has, what's, what's nice is with these two guys, Lukaku and um, Ronaldo coming in, it has shaken up the template somewhat. Yeah, and I think the premium players are, have increased. Yeah. I think mean, you know, I think last year you had the likes of Grealish and Inacacho, who's kind of comparative to the Abamyangs of mm. this world and this stuff. But now you've got Ronaldo, you've got Lukaku and Salah. I think they're your three. Yeah, uh, kind of really, you know, they are premium players. So it's which two of that three you're going to have? Yeah, I, I just for me, I'm seeing teams now where people are trying to shoehorn them both in, and then they've got like two, four and a half million pound midfielders I think the balance is all gone yeah From, uh, I like my team the way it's set up at the minute and if Ronaldo starts and just goes off on one of course I'm going to be trying to get him in my team you'd be mad not to but I do think season long um, I'm happy with the balanced team at the minute and I think it only takes injuries Covid outbreak who God knows what's going to happen like you need some decent players no you do bench, you I, I think it's become a bit of a, a pep roulette at um, United, like I think now we don't know who's going to start, yeah. And I think that's where that's I think a lot of people are like, okay, if I don't have Ronaldo, I want a Man United asset, yeah. Who's going to start? And is Bruno the, is he is he an asset? And I think I think there's a question. Well, the next so question, I just move we'll on to that. that. Yeah. But yeah, and you know Sancho, Greenwood, you know well, Rashford and Cavani, Rashford to, come and Cavani, Cavani well. to come back. You know, is Pogba so, going to play on the left? You know, there's a lot of questions now to be asked because. You get the feeling Ronaldo's going to be the main guy up front. Yeah. And yeah. then it's everybody else falls in place. And who is that? It's it's tricky. I think the thing is as well, people are thinking, as as much as Man United were decent last year, um, they're not the Ronaldo of... Sorry, they're not the Man United. When Ronaldo left Man United, that was a different sort of thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They were, you know, champions of Europe and all these sorts of things. It's not... They, they're not Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo. He's, no. he's, he is going to be their main man, but is that worth £12.5 million as Man United's main man? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not a Kane. If Kane was at Man City and everything's going through him, I think, but Man United started the season really well, don't get me wrong, but they're still not back at their prime levels yet. So we'll, I yeah, don't know. We'll have to it wait feels like a little bit much for me. Um, but yeah, I can understand why they've priced him at that. Yeah. Just for yeah. the romance. Uh, right, last question on Ronaldo, please, James. Uh, yes, there was. It was in relation to Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> oh, yeah, from uh, Exactly. <laughs> so, it was, seeing lots of wild cards almost exclusively without Bruno. Could Bruno become the differential? What we say in FPLGs, is Bruno going to suddenly lose goals and assists because of Ronaldo? So, what we saying? I mean... He's going to lose pens, right? Yes. Surely. Yeah. I think he'll lose the free kicks as well. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because Ronaldo scores some amazing free kicks, but he doesn't score a lot. Like, he, misses, <laughs> he takes so many. You remember the, way, like the, the good way, ones, but he hits the, way the wall. He is, and goes, oh, he's going to... I think it's a, it's a really interesting one because during the Euros, 
they didn't seem to work together for Portugal. No, they didn't click it's at really all. Really up getting dropped. Didn't yeah, they? so it's going to be really interesting to see how they gel together at United. I think he'll take the penalties, and I think he'll take the direct free kicks. He's got to, hasn't he? You know, it, just because his personality, he's not going to want to. I, I watch just think anyone. Take... I think look, the rumours today was that Dan James left. They sold him to Leeds so that the number twenty one shirt could be freed up for Cavani. Because that's his oh, Uruguay, yeah, yeah. that's his Uruguay number, right? Right. So he right. could, so Ronaldo could have the numbers. If that's true, then there you go. Look, Paulie, there you go. He's uh, said exactly that. There you go. So I, I think he'll he'll take over. Man, it'll be it'll be very very interesting to see what's happened. Um, there you go, Lion's I, Ed, yeah. I do think a hundred percent it affects Bruno. He is not going to be as good an asset with Ronaldo there, just because, as we've all seen for the last, Bruno's been better. I think points per game he must be since he came to the premier league yeah. he must be even better than salah yeah i'm sure he is like if you look at the look at the stats he's the one player ahead of salah yeah but he has been perhaps the main man at man united since he came now he's not going to be the main man and they've had a lot of penalties and if you think yeah. about if you think about you know salah tw- 12 and a half he's on penalties you know kane's on penalties and then bruno at 12 He's not going to have penalties, mm. so that all of a sudden doesn't that make premium. him as attractive. You don't mind paying an extra million if if someone's going to be yeah. on, but it does swing it for you. But I do feel like yeah, it's 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 going to affect him. But as Steve says, there, if he does for whatever reasons, you know, start to just keep plugging away, still getting the the, the hauls, he is going to be a differential. That could be really really interesting. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, but if I had him at the minute and I was on wild card to be on the safe side, I would probably drop him. I wouldn't want 12 million tied no. up in Bruno as we speak or 12.1 or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Bruno has blanked nine of the last 15 games. Interesting. He seems to just, if you look at the stats of what he does produce, he's always up there, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. Always up there. He is. Um, maybe it's just because he blanks and then scores three in a row. <laughs> you know, like scores. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think... Sancho would be someone who I'm quite keen to look at how he does because he could be the yeah. one that takes over because of his price he's nine and a half yeah and if he's getting that high consistency of assists and chances then he could be a better better asset than Bruno for his price point yeah Chris is saying isn't it worth getting Ronaldo in early so you can downgrade if he doesn't take for me, though, you're just breaking up too much of your team. To free up £12.5 to bring him in, you're going to be letting go some really good assets yeah. to squeeze him in. So you, by the time you probably need, if you then want to spread the wealth out in your team, you, of course you can downgrade him. But then if you want to spread those funds around, that could take you three or four game weeks if you don't want to take the hits to kind yeah. of get it back to a more balanced uh, look. But listen, I, I think I'm you've got to decide between him. Lukaku and, and Ronaldo. You know, is he also not going to have his minutes managed somewhat? I think I heard the, some. The I heard the other day that Solskjaer said that he's going to start. Now, whether that was tongue in cheek, I don't know, but I can't see him being dropped that much. And even if he I, plays seventy play minutes, every single game, and this is a freak of nature, minutes, isn't he? Like, he'll, he'll still return. He's built. He's built like the guy was born in a gym. Like it's ridiculous at that age to be that fit. And he dedicates his life. So he's not like a normal 36-year-old. I get that. Yeah. But still. He's like, like us, isn't he? He's like, he's like us, just without <laughs> the beer bellies. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, he is going to want to start every game because that's his mentality. Yeah. I just wonder if they will kind of manage him a little bit. But He might come off after 80 minutes, but I expect him to have returns after that. You know, I, I, you okay. give him 80 minutes, he's going to, I think he's going to return. So, yeah. I don't. I've, I can't just see him got being so dropped. many good options. You know, I can't see him being dropped. I wonder how Lascelles and Fernandez are feeling <laughs> right now. Yeah, <laughs> mate, they are. I mean, Newcastle. Are, you know, as if they weren't having it hard enough. Is anyone going to have a Newcastle defender? That's the question for that game. I'd have a Newcastle defender over an Arsenal defender at the minute. I tell you, it's all going wrong there. Um, yeah, look, I think if you've got any Newcastle defenders, if anyone's mad enough to own them. <laughs> definitely leave him on the bench for that game week uh, cool right good stuff so thanks for your questions again guys really appreciate that now we're going to have a quick look at the stat slice from 
our friends at Fantasy Football Fix. Thanks, guys. It's FBL Phillips here, back again reporting for FantasyFootballFix.com. And here are my top three statistics for Game Week 3. Starting off with the first game of Game Week 3, the 12.30 kickoff saw Manchester City beat Arsenal. And it may surprise you to know that it was a substitute Riyad Mahrez who created the most big chances of the game week. Despite his shorter spell on the pitch after once again being benched by the famous Pep Roulette, Mahrez actually managed to grab himself three big chances created, which was two more than any other player of Game Week 3. So despite being a substitute for the game, Mahrez was actually quite unlucky to only be delivering his owners four points, and you've really got to blame the Man City forwards for not putting away the Algerians' chances that he created. Moving on, and it was a former 4.0 defender who impressed me the most in Southampton's 2 all draw with Newcastle last weekend. Livermento managed to register himself three attempted assists, which was joint third, only just behind the two Liverpool fullbacks. He was also just outside the top 10 in 11th place for expected FPL points for game week three, which made him really unlucky for owners who started him to only receive one point last game week. And finally, if I asked you who you thought would have had the highest XG in game week three amongst forwards, I bet you wouldn't have said Chris Wood. The Burnley man registered three shots with two on total as Sean Dyche's side held leads to a one-all draw. Talking about differential at 1.9% owned. That's major differential. I bet you guys at Juice haven't talked about him just yet this game week. And I don't think there's really much room for the discussion, to be honest. When Antonio, Calvert-Lewin, Lukaku, Ronaldo, we've got to pick three from all of them already. Nevertheless, I'm not here to decide your teams. I'm here to give you my top three facts. There they were. Thanks for having me on again. Back to the studio. So yeah, we've been saying about Chris Wood quite a lot, haven't we, yeah. Jay? So uh, yeah, it's interesting that Fantasy Football Vix have picked up on that as well. Yeah, I, I think is now they've got. <laughs> but the thing is, they've got a uh, a new left winger, haven't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. So do you know, do you know who it is? Creation? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Pennant. Who is it? Um, Max Cornette. Oh, yeah. I did. Do you know what? Um, Jimmy the Claret. Yeah, I think yeah, posted about him. Yeah, you're right. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, but yeah, he is meant to be good, yeah, according yeah. to Jimmy. Anyway, they got Lennon back as well. <laughs> they got. <laughs> can you imagine? My God, it's a, it's a great. Uh... I do think. Um, listen, I, I I do think I wouldn't go for Chris myself, but listen, those guys over there at Fantasy Football Fix are never wrong, and Riyad Mahrez. It's a shame he's not getting the minutes. He deserves better. He deserves to play every game, that guy. He's so good. But we all the know he never. we have this conversation oh. every season. He's not going to play every single game. It's so And it's annoying. like people just get frustrated. Just don't, hate don't go there. But then do you think, like, like we just heard, do we just go for him anyway? Because he doesn't need 90 minutes to do damage. For nine and a half million, though, would you? I don't like the... I hate the frustration. It's the mentally it kills me seeing yeah. all my players benched like if they're premium assets. And I've had it so many times with um, uh, earning Sterling and, and Mares and De Bruyne in the past. I just can't deal with it anymore. No. I've got Grealish at the minute, but probably once all their players are fit... Then, yeah, once Foden's back, exactly. De Bruyne then, is back. Then I'm going to have to look at swapping him out because I just can't deal with a headache. Yeah. Nothing winds me up more than on a Saturday morning and hearing that he's on the bench and bring him on for three minutes at the end just to rub insult, uh, rub salt into the wounds. So look, I can't deal with it, but Mares is, is a great, great option. He's a great player. Um, he doesn't need all the minutes to, to return the hall. So, you know, I can definitely see that. Um, Livermento, as a Livermento owner, it's pleasing to see. Uh, we've got uh, Aiden, FPL casual, is our Chelsea juicer who was who was really bigging him up, saying what a what yeah. A I brought him in on the back of that as yeah, well. Yeah, what so, a great yeah. option he was um, yeah, yeah. at the start of the season. So I think you know, glad to uh, have a bit of knowledge um, from before, and obviously um, without a Southampton juicer as well, he's he's been banging on saying how, how good he's looked and like a proper right yeah. winger almost, you know, and might get pushed further up the pitch. So yeah, it's good to see. So you know, all the assets are ticking along. We've just got to keep our eye on Chris Wood, and, and we'll all be there. So, yeah, nice one. Thanks for that. Right. Should we do a bit of punditry, mate? Yeah, let's do it. Wait for what, man? Vote for Juice. Mentioned that at the start of the show. But, guys, if if you haven't voted for us at the Football Content Awards, please do jump on right now and give us a big up. And if we win, you will have our eternal... uh, Hugs for life. Hugs for life. 
Aggressive cuddles all round. <laughs> right. So, so guys, don't forget, <laughs> vote for us. Listen, vote for this sham of a show. If they want to guarantee a punditry win, there's a very easy way of doing it. Beautiful. Right. Vote for this sham of a show at the Football Content Awards on the website or on Twitter. Uh, like subscribe to the channel all that stuff join us more importantly join us straight after this stream we're going to be going live at the juice bar we've got mo the liverpool juicer we've got steven the everton juicer and we've got roberto the watford juicer so two interesting clubs and then uh roberto coming on as well and we will be joined by all of them and having a chat for some proper fpl discussions that's where we actually get some decent uh, insight into those teams especially guys remember to click that notification bell as long as the question is do you even fpl Absolutely. Of course we do (laughs) guys jay will see you later on in the week with the fpl juice do not miss it. It's the FBL Juice Roundup Show! Apologies for your ears. We will see you, you next time. You see me now. That's it. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Have a good week. Cheers. Yes.